Hey, recording. playing that the whole time the ghost theme refuses to stop what a cool beat that's really gonna be hip for the kids out there i think they're gonna love it i think it's gonna be the theme you know what the kids today really like i've got a suspicion but you go ahead and explain it to me it's a good beat oh you know what they like that starts with a b as well what's that breaking bingo that you can check out throughout the utah area specifically the salt lake valley but we're up in that davis county so don't worry we got them all over. Check out the local listings at Breaking. Is it Davis? I think Davis is the only other county we penetrated. Salt Lake being the motherboard, our main squeeze. Check out the local listings. BreakingBingo.com for a bingo near you. Prizes on the line. Maybe even some cash money, but as well as possible drinks and food. It's just a great time with friends and family alike. Go check it out. Anywhere we do it, me specifically Tuesday at O'Shucks, downtown Salt Lake City, Gar, Tap Room, and Sugar House on Monday. Bingo at a bar. Now, not to put too fine a point on it, but yeah, what city are we talking about when we're talking Davis County? I would suggest everyone check that out at breakingbingo.com. I think that might Schlegel be. Schlegel and I to table this discussion. Oh, I bet I could find that in 30 seconds. Because uh, I'm going, as, as I'm I going s- with a. Farmington. Oh, that makes sense. As soon as you said that, my brain went, yep. Breaking Bingo. This is how you do it, people. You check it out. I typed in BreakingBingo.com, and what do I get? A mobile-friendly website that explains to me. By county. By county. (laughs) Oh, and I'm forgetting about, of course, Seattle's, Mm. Utah. Which county is that? That is in... Cobain County. Cobain. I was going to go with uh, Burles Jam County. We they were originally at Chirac. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm an idiot, but it is next to Farmington, Layton, my friend. Layton. If you're in Salt Lake, there's no shortage, but all throughout the Salt Lake Valley, you are in business. All the way out to Harriman. Woo! It's a lot of counties. Uh one, two counties, three counties specifically, but a real good presence out there. I say you should check it out. Chicken, Schlegel's cat, has a very innate uh, sense of when we've begun to record, and that's when he decides he needs to start chewing on some stuff. That's true. I have my backpack from taking some photographs this weekend, and he knows there's a lot of cords in there, and he's rubbing his gullet against it. <laughs> he wants, a big Look, he wants to put it on. Chicken. What's up, bud? He's out of oh, his. He's no. out of his cord. Ah, as we know, I had to replace one. I don't think it was his fault. I was the first time in years I broke a cord. What? The one going from my uh, internet to the wall. I broke it when I made my new shelf. You looking at that? Whoa! Oh, piece of Swedish engineering. A little IKEA business. I Indeed. set it up. Just uh, just a simple little shelf I put together. Well, it looks great. What was the... Why'd you get a new shelf? If you remember, it was a bookcase facing yeah. straight that way. Uh-huh. It was really ruining the whole balance of the room. Ooh, a little, I was feng like, plus a little feng shui. A little feng shui. feng shui. Plus the whole thing was falling apart, and I think it was a doomsday. Ooh. Uh, the thing could have just collapsed any minute, killing me and chicken in a horrendous bookcase-related death. So I got rid of it, and I put together a little shelf. It's open. It looks nice. Got my records, my books, my fishing gear. Yeah, I was going to say, I see a reel. 
A real, real. Mm, yeah, there's other things on there I won't discuss. Um, what? Uh, oh, now I'm gonna have to look. I know, but you can't call it out when you see it. Oh boy! Schlegel's personal stimulation devices. Mm-hmm. My dildus, my vibrates, my uh, my different uh, anal things, all right there, and a globe. You trotting around that globe? Oh, trotting around that globe. Are you hot to globe trot? But like the globe, it's been trotting around this universe. And what has it led to, my friend? I'll tell you what. Uh, the sun has been shining. A lot. We do this. This time I'm just going to trust your musical cues. Last time I fought it. I know. But do you know what this piece is? So the first thing that came to my brain when you said we want to do one on this, well, because of this. Spring awakening. Well, the key word there being spring, and this is the not spelled normally. Spring. R-I-T-E. Oh, the right of spring. There you go, buddy. This is, I don't know if it's accurate, but I feel like Right of spring just feels like super Nazi. It's probably pretty Nazi. This is probably what they listened to as they did a lot of bad things. But no, it's just when they were getting warmed up. Oh, they were sorry. Just like spring was opening up and they feel good. Chicken, I know you're on those cords, bud. He's going for my new cord, Holyo. Get him. Check in. You're at the new cord. He was going he's, right for he's the He's desensitized fresh meat. to banging because of the angry lesbians next door. Oh, let's refrain from speaking of that this is what that sounds like Jesus this is when the Blitzkrieg starts fucking Nazis but my friend who did this uh, I looked it up and I was so ready to tell you earlier Igor Stravinsky Oh, so he's probably not on the German side of World War II, but probably the other one yeah he was uh, looking for other things mainly communism uh, but iTunes, or iTunes, YouTube is like, you sure you don't want to listen to Pan Flute again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my good friend. Anyways, clearly we're not prepared to talk about what side of the war Stravinsky was on. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know that part. But it is spring today. The first day first of spring. First day of spring. And let me tell you something right now. Two and things. to be clear, yes. they may not be hearing this on the first day of spring. That's true. But just feel what it was like Just for look you. up on the internet when the first day of spring was. And find out for yourself, because we're not going to tell you. Uh, no, no way. Plus, just take yourself to the memory of what it was like on the first day of spring, and hopefully this embodies that for you. That gives you that sensation of what it was like for you on the first day of spring. But I knew it was spring today. You know why? Because you were listening to Stravinsk? Because like I normally do, and I was like, whoa, I think this is timing up a little perfectly. <laughs> uh, actually, it's two smells. Can I? Oh. Now, one is the infamous tree. God, I'm fucking forgetting i should have looked it up before the podcast but there is a tree in the city of salt lake that produces a smell like what i know what you're gonna say but i don't agree you don't feel like it maybe smells mine that way. smells differently i well i don't say i just felt it has a notes or a feeling of that smell ladies and gentlemen i'm referring to the one and only tree in salt lake city when spring happens that emits a semen like smell the, the smell of the human reproductive fluid mainly on the male side oh, be hard on the other side what tree in because i personally feel like it smells like sauteing un- mushrooms in butter oh yeah well these are all the things is I've that researched. what your cum smells like yeah. 
I'm, I'm normally cooking when I... Uh, <laughs> Oops, a little spritz got on the pan there. Look at this. There's an article, The Owl. Your street probably smells like semen right now. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It is... Uh, oh, ooh, ee, ooh, God. Ooh. The cum tree. Prius Calarana. Or the calorie pear. Sure. It smells like cum. Smells like cum. Yeah. It's all around town. I see it. Oh my God! There it is. Is a species species a species of the pear native to China and Vietnam. So it's introduced. I knew I didn't. I knew tree. I didn't trust those trees. Didn't. <laughs> Listen, they're trying. These trees are trying to take over our economy. But yeah, there you go. So that smell. But today I was reminded. Speaking of trees, what? Oh, weed. I thought you were doing that smoking trees. Oh no, <laughs> we'll get to that. Put a thing on that. The second smell. Was, Put a come in that. Uh, come on that. It'll stick to the page and we'll go back to it later. <laughs> uh, the second smell that made me realize it was spring is that I went to our local grocery, Smith's, on my way home to get that cord. A Kroger subsidiary. Thank you very much. Let's get it right. Now, I went in there and there was a smell. I was like, oh, I know that smell. And this makes it's perfect cum. sense. It's come. And I had come in my pants. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it was the smell of which... For months, it lays dormant in the pits of males who decide cum. not to. That's it's all lining old, up. Old cum, excuse me. Oh, sorry. It's finally it's starting to liquid again. It was hard and frozen. Now it's liquiding. <laughs> uh, I went through several aisles of disheveled men, and it was like they had gotten comfortable with the coolness of winter, oh, no. hiding the scent of foul bo, my friend. <sighs> And their sweat glands were ready to work and keep them cool on this spring day. And I couldn't believe it. It was like I wouldn't, I couldn't escape it. Aisle after aisle. By that mean too. Which Smiths? Uh, the BO one in the BO <laughs> district. Uh, in Pitt district. Uh, it, the one downtown, the big one, the old front. Oh, the, the stabby one? Oh, yeah, that is stabby one. Stabby. That's a good story. We should have done that for true crime. That's true. <laughs> Except it would be in five minutes of... Not even five minutes, 30 seconds. Uh, uh, almost got it. Oh, that paused for some weird reason. I don't know. Oh, that's why. Your feet. Watch Shit. That. I know. That's all right. We're back. We're back. It was. How many minutes? No, it was it literally just stopped. Sorry, folks. I got excited and I smashed a remote. And that's what happens, baby. But we were it talking. It was my subconscious trying where to stop the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like it does every week. I'm sorry. Where were we? Almost stabbing. That's right. There was a homeless gentleman who said he wanted to go back to prison, and that's why he brought the knife. It's a good way to do it. He went into the store, grabbed a knife that was for sale, and just started waving it around. You got a good discount. Piece of shit. Anyway, so those are the smells. Come. And B.O. are your reminder. It is now spring. That's actually perfect, because when spring comes, comes. Mm. Uh, you get all hot and bothered, you sweat, and you come out. There you go. comes out. You come into B.O. That is what... Here in Salt Lake, we do as males for fun now. But plants. Nah. I have even something better for you, my friend. This is always, we should probably discuss this further. No, I like Or no, this. beforehand, because. So, have you ever heard of Beanie Baby? So, <laughs> <laughs> today, we are, I have done a three-part way to unveil our topic this week. Jesus. Number one. It's not Jesus. Quote, photo. Photo. The first photo. Was? Which, based in Greek, is like taken light. The first photograph was in when? 1873. 1800, but 22, my friend. I was only 50 years off. Not too bad. By a Frenchman that I will now try to pronounce. I can do it. 
Do you know what it is? No. It is Nisifo Nisipes. Perfect. N-I-C-E-P-H-O-R-E. And then his last name is N-I-C-P-C-E. ICP. Uh, ICP. ICP clown. Yeah, we love the posse, which is of the clowns, which are crazy. The first photograph is nuts. It was made by Bitium, Bitinum, which is a form of asphalt. What? It's a natural occurring asphalt because asphalt is a Yeah, asphalt's a thing. So it's a natural occurring asphalt that when you take a thin like layer of tar and put it over a pewter plate. Are you sure it wasn't just a road? Were you looking at the road? So Wikipedia? I'm face down on the road. I'm puking <laughs> out because of the smell of semen and BO. And I was like, I'm seeing a photograph. And, it was and the, the car drove by playing filters. <laughs> take my picture. <laughs> and I was like, this is the first photograph. I take my picture. And I was wielding a knife and I was just stabbing the asphalt. It was so weird. Right? That's what it's supposed <laughs> Second part to this is synth. Synth. It says, but synth. The combination of parts or elements so as to form a whole. One of the first synthesizers? Casio. Moog. Well, this is even crazier. A teleharmonium. Fuck off. First you're telling me the picture's made out of streets. And now you're telling me teleharmoniums. Teleharmonium, 1897 by the greatest name, Thaddeus Cahill. Whoa. Thaddeus! Now, I do declare this thing can make the music <laughs> sound like the heavens above cracking open. I should have done more research on that sweet Thaddeus to know where he's from. But he made a musical instrument based on electronics that somehow involved telephone. The article was very vague. But clearly, it was before vacuum tubes, so mm. its eventual demise was, A, no vacuum tubes involved. Humongous. This thing was huge. Mm. And... Part of it was causing interference because I believe it used telephones. Before telephones existed? It was during telephone times. They called they called them telephone. But it was causing interference with telephones in the region, and you would hear crazy electronics. Oh, it's like a theremin, like the yeah. Mars attacks. There you go. So it was a nuts thing. It eventually demised in the Hammond organ as we know it. First kind of electronic in the mainstream success, 1934. Now, the last part, I had to do a little stretch on this. Cis. Cyst. Mm. World record for largest cyst? 2005, an 80-year-old Saudi Arabian man had a cyst clocking in at 37 liters, litres, or an equivalent to U.S. gallons, 9.7 gallons of fluid in his abdomen, it was a cyst that had what they called daughter cysts that had different bags of fluids. Don't call me daughter cysts. <laughs> Can't fit my gut. Well, that man's name? Ryan Schlitter. <laughs> I was just saying, this is all building up to my world record attempt of a cyst, and I am working on 400 pounds. People, we're going for a full ton. Let's see if we can get it done by the end of spring. Schlegel, I think you've done us a disservice. Oh, no. Uh... Your intro was so goddamn intriguing. I, I'm, I'm afraid that what comes next will not be able nope. to live up to it. Now it's the riffing session, my friend. What Riff. 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 I wanted to build up to this because I was so excited. Well, you wanted to set the bar so high that we'd have to live up to the challenge or just fade into obscurity. Also, I looked at the Wikipedia page for photosynthesis and I was like... Oh, that's the theme? That's what photosynth insist leads up to <laughs> our today's, our today's, our today's topic. 
photosynthesis. You got all your good speaking out early. I did all my good works. I had to write notes on that. <laughs> That's my notepad of all my words that I had to write down with pronunciation guide. Mm. Oh, I should have written that one down, buddy. <laughs> I'm relying on you to go ahead and tell oh, us all no. this. You wanted to be get done early. I was just like, let's sit back and I'm going to enjoy this motherfucker. Did you, uh, what did you find in your research? Photosynthesis. Oh, no! We got a whole Vegas thing there. We're loose. Oh, no. I got to get rid of this We've thing. become unmoored once again. The mic stand on which, upon which Schlegel relies. God damn it. It's become unmoored. I just... Ugh. I got this... I have tried to play radio host and get myself a cool swinging He's got to crank it super hard before I you start. do it every time. But I should before. Before. Now I gotta hold it like a big old chill. We could hit the pause button. No! Keep going. Give Schlegel a- has a very staunch uh, okay. allegiance to the continuation of recording. No pausing allowed. I like the I like the insanity of like we can't stop. Oh wait, you know what? I think I've got a new thing here. I am an idiot. And I've constantly been using this. Oh boy! Uh-oh. Oh, that's not a good noise. That was a drink-a-dink. Sounds like we lost a washer and/or ah! several nuts. No, I got it. I got it. It's my little pitter-patter plate for my thing. I'm gonna put it on here. I've realized I had bought the new desk for the studio, mm-hmm. and I forgot to realize that I can just attach it to this now, and I don't need to mess with my old desk. Mm. I'm just going to attach it right here, because fuck it! Fuck it! Buddy, I am converting my light into <laughs> a radio arm. Oh, shit. Lefty, loosey, ready, tighty. Okay, here we go. That's what we actually came here today. The real theme of tonight is righty, tighty, lefty, loosey. Uh, I'm not a smart man, but I do know my right. Oh, look at this. This is going to work great. Oh, baby! Tell the people what you've done. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a moment. Uh, the music is just perfectly. Since the writing of Rite of Spring, has there been more ingenious, ingenious engineering? I have moved the stupid arm from a thing that didn't make any sense to my new desk that I should have realized the second I built the new desk. And I've reattached my swinging arm so I don't have to touch it. You don't get my weird noises when I touch it, even though I touch it all the time anyway. But now we're back in business. That's a clap because I have two hands free now. Nice. Look at that. That's way better. Look at me. I've got fucking one hand. Yeah, you took it off the mic. Why'd you take it off the stand? That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to curse your name. For for months, you're like, we need a fucking stand. I got all the noises of me touching it. And today, you just fully took it off the mic. Stand. This music is intense. Jesus, this thing is 33 minutes Crash long. the Nazi war machine <laughs> during the right of spring. Okay. So, yes, folks, it is the vernal equinox. We're racing into spring, and I thought, what is more fitting to talk about during the springtime than photosynthesis, the process by which plants subsist. I am so glad you brought this up. It's a good one, and guess what? I just found Gustav Holst. His composition, The Planets. At first I read it as The Plants, and I got really excited, but it sounds The Planets. Anyway, that works. But I think it's perfect, my friend, because plants need food. Me and you enjoy any form of food. We enjoy things that enjoy food. So why not talk about how our good friend, the brethren plants, get their food? 
It's so nuts. It is. I mean, we've known it's like the first thing you learn in school. Yeah. But it is still crazy. First thing I learned in school and before anything else. Photosynthesis, the way by which plants make shit happen. This is how it works. Let me Literally just... make shit happen. Ooh. Their shit. But their shit is just oxygen. My kind of shit. It would be much, it'd be preferable if your waste was just oxygen. For a lot of people in my life, they go to bed praying every day. My shit turns finally to oxygen. So, plants. Uh, they sit there in the sun. They uh, soak up the sun. I'm making plant food right now. There are chloroplasts in their leaves. Chloroplasts! Say, say, what's up, sun? What you got for me? Hopefully, it is some photons. Because the chloroplasts are absorbing carbon dioxide. Ooh. Their roots are absorbing ox- uh, water. <laughs> you might, I've, I was going to say... I've uh, never heard of it. Don't explain more to me, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. The sun strikes oh. the... You should do this more like a, yeah, like a preacher. Like a, like ladies, so, it'll be hard not to be racist. Okay, let's avoid that one. Well, I mean, I could try to do a very specific you white southerner man. Do it, baby. We're all but I feel like it. I feel like it could go dicey. Okay. The chloroplasts absorb a photon from the sun. Can we just refer to it as a torpedo? A, a photon torpedo. Mm-hmm. It's a proton torpedo. Well, everybody, we're going to go ahead and shut down the podcast. As a Star Trek dork, I don't know words. A proton, photon, shit ton is what I call myself. And I have a shit ton, shit ton. And you smell like a ton ton. Ah! I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Mm. Your old boy slug is just as bad on the inside. Okay, (laughs) go back to your non-proton. This photon that has come from the sun, blasts into that chloroplast. Gives the chloroplast, takes a photon, poops out an electron. That electron jumps onto a chunkle of water and becomes something else. Whoa, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I lost the holy oak in you and I saw nothing but a botanist. This is unbelievable. You're I, I was really hoping it would all make a lot of sense. And in some ways, <laughs> it does. I mean, it does make a lot of sense when it's not spoken by us. Listen. I just It was a lofty goal. When you said photosynthesis, I was like, first of all, that word's going to be hard for me to say the entire time. <laughs> Listen. You got your H2O from the ground, right? Uh, the uh, the groundwater. You lost me. H2 what? The hardcore band? The roots got the H2O. The chloroplasts, or no, the it's the fucking plant's vagina absorbs. Oh CO2. man, we need a fucking like we need a fucking uh, chart for everybody. All the terms we're gonna use. The plant, the plant vagina the p- takes the H two O from the photon torpedo. The plant queefs out all the oxygen, <laughs> leaving behind carbon. We're reading this out of a botany book, okay? <laughs> this isn't us. Once the plant queefs out the oxygen, it leaves behind the carbon, the hydrogen. And the, what else is in there? The shawarma gas. The shawarma is carbon. <laughs> and there is oxygen? No, the oxygen's gone. So we got carbon. Harbin? Harbin. Harbin? <laughs> <laughs> you got on a Harbin's and you Anyways, some groceries. I don't remember how it all works. <laughs> but you left with glucose, oh, which is a hydrocarbon. Doctor, you're, you're simplifying it too much? I think that's what happened. I thought there was going to be more, but there's just carbon and hydrogen. 
So, just think about it. What's water? Hydrogen, hydrogen and, oxygen. and oxygen. And what is carbon dioxide? Carbon, carbon and, and oxygen. oxygen. So, when the plant is is in, is penetrated by the is this before or after the queef? It's pre queef. Pre queef. Because I don't know if you know this. Okay. Uh, queef always follows the penetration. <laughs> so the H two O comes in through the back door roots. Oh Jesus. And, but, and then the CO2 comes in. Isn't that the, only for New Year's? It only happens on New Year's? <laughs> it's birthdays. And after it's you, birthdays. Oh, it's birthdays. Sorry. So then the plant says, ooh, I'm filled with all this sweet, sweet goodness, but I don't need this oxygen. So it goes and lets it rip. Okay. And then it takes the remaining hydrogen and carbon and turns it into hydrocarbon called glucose, which you might know more familiarly as, as diabetes. Glucose, glucose, the diabetes-causing diabetes causing thing. thing. And then it says, hey, glucose, let's make plants. So after Larry H. Miller died, have we not been able to give plants nutrients? See, this is the thing, and this is cutting-edge science. Uh, <laughs> Larry H. Miller had absorbed chloroplasts from plants and had begun to photosynthesize, and he had an overproduction of glucose, and he got the diabetes real bad, and his legs rotted right off. Ladies and gentlemen, there was a mission that we 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 wrote down a mission statement from when we started this. It's called Larry H. Mission, and uh, Holyoke inadvertently just reached our goal of linking the sad passing of Larry H. Miller due to his <laughs> diabetes to the scientific process in which plants make food, and it's the greatest linkage I've ever heard in my life. And somehow it all happens because the chloroplast gets a photon and, and shits off a queef off an electron and it starts this chain reaction. It's very complicated. And actually, all jokes aside, I was pumped to talk about how a an, uh, sea slug did absorb Wait. chloroplasts from algae and had allegedly begun to use photosynthesis. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Explain this to me. A lot of words there. Well, spoiler alert. Oh boy! I, when I read it, when I searched it, I found these old articles from like 2010. But then in Wikipedia, it's like, yeah, people thought that was a thing, but it turns uh, out it's really not. So there was like a brief hope for some weird cross. Yeah, it uh, seemed it, like the slugs had eaten the algae's chloroplasts and had absorbed them into their own cells, and that they were using photosynthesis afterwards. But then they, because the chloroplasts lived in these sea slugs for months after they were eaten, which seemed crazy. But then they took the sea slugs with the fucking algae inside and put in the thing without no. sun, and it still lasted a long time. So here's the deal. Yep. Someone put and took a shotgun slug and put it to the brain of that scientist mm. and did it Larry H. Miller style. Okay. Larry H. Miller killed himself with it with glucose. Hmm. Not, not many people know that. <laughs> well, now now <laughs> they do. The slug. And don't get me started on that Calvin cycle. Give it to me, baby! And the reverse cribs. It's reverse cribs, like the gang? Yeah, reverse cribs. So the cribs were thrown out. It was actually the bloods. So the bloods were fighting the cribs, and they caused photosynthesis. Yep. Oh, explain that. Uh, Where did the slugs come in in Larry's Miller? Well, the east side was like, why are you beefing on us? There's plenty of photons from the sun to go around. Explain photosynthesis in gang war terminology, please. So a Crip housing project was on a street, and some bullets from the good folks at the 
Walmart were shot into the crypts. Whoa. And some gunpowder from the bullets split off into the crypts and knocked off some of their blue, and it became red, and that's where bloods came out. Wow. That's we should go to inner city schools (laughs) (laughs) and explain photosynthesis. (laughs) And they'll be like, yo, teach. I finally get it. And we both And we're like, you're ready for college. We both come out to the stage, flip a a chair backwards and sit in it backwards and go, listen up. Ride a spring. Yeah. (laughs) Y'all know what Nazis are. (laughs) This is one of the songs they got amped up to, just like you are about science. How does the music video to DJ Miller play it back? What? DJ Larry H. (laughs) <laughs> he's he's scratching the record, but oh, he's got no. his leg he's in got... his hand. <laughs> I think we just went too deep. Larry H. Really, you certainly dropped the diet beatsy. And then the kids just shoot us a bunch of times. <laughs> Who the fuck is Larry H. Miller? <laughs> <laughs> And that is photosynthesis. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it makes no sense. I can't believe it exists. Yeah, but we're lucky every day. We're fucking lucky every day. Oh, yeah. <gasps> bonus. Wait, we didn't even... Oh, sorry, bonus. What? <laughs> In eighth grade, I needed some extra credit. And I did this fucking experiment based on the hypothesis, because I was confused, that the opposite occurred, oh. that plants made... Carbon dioxide. And you were like, we're fucked. And somehow I proved it with candles, and my teacher gave me just credit. Just a candle in the wind. Candle in the plant. <laughs> Did you just play that And my song? teacher gave me credit. Hey, and so for being a dumb shit. I, she clearly didn't look at it. Oh, boy. Well, you tried. God, I looked Oh, boy. Now, we didn't... I You hinted at this, and I was too dullard. I was waiting to get to the B.O. part. But that smell... The cum smell? What are we talking here? Is that the glucose? Is that the... I'm way off on this. I was. I have to... found recently that all weird smells <laughs> are ultimately sulfuric in nature. Oh, nice. That's a thing we should do. Uh, you know who we should have called for this is Hobo Rob. He is a plant He knows his way around a sulfuric discharge? Well, him... First of all, what are we... Going on a river trip these It's days? fucking spring. I'm wearing Tevas, dude. Do they fall on Tevas, dude? Tevas! Was like, have you ever owned Tevas? I'll tell you who I look like as soon as the mic stops. Ah! So where'd you pick these up? Did you get some REI? You got I got some... them last year, yeah. Really? No, I think I got them on Amazon. Do you just love that there's my... no foot protection? There's no toe. The flip-flop. I hated when you wore flip-flops, but I hate when anywhere's flip-flops. Okay, I'm not My toenails are disgusting and but brittle. do you feel free and fancy free? How does that phrase go? Footloose and fancy free. Of the stupid thing that goes between the toes on the flip flop, and you're secure with that. Those teeves, you're secure. Yeah, the teevas are superior to the flip flops because they're less noisy. Less noise. I respect a good teeve. I do not respect a human with a fucking flip flop. Just like I don't respect a human. That's my cat named Chicken. Look at the cord, Chicken. Chicken. He is going after that new cord. He is fucking wily and willful. He smells it. He knows it's new to the territory of cords. Well, you hate t-shirts that have things on it, and you hate flip-flops. 
You are basically as un-American as you can get. It's weird that the flip-flop has become the American shoe of choice. Yeah, it's because it's fucking stupid and flimsy and worthless. Cheap. And bare minimum. And it grabs everybody by the pussy. <laughs> the pussy being the, 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 the area valley between, between the, the big toe and the, That's in, what it is. the index toe. The index toe. <laughs> Which queefs just like trees do. <laughs> it's queefing out oxygen just like those trees. And Except it makes its queef is the... That stupid flop back. Mm. Oh, fuck that. Flip-flop noise. The flip-flop queef. Flip-flop queef. Oh. That's my new hip-hop name. That's also my new tattoo. I just DJ flip-flop queef. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, this is DJ flip-flop queef. Here to teach you about a little thing called photosynthesis. I'm going to let my toe ankle do the work on this one. That's a photon you're hearing. Oh, Jesus God. Photon torpedo. Photon torpedo. It's proton torpedo. It's, I know. Okay? I know. I'm not happy about Chicken it. loves eating cords. I know, but chicken and cords, cords, yeah, cords, chicken and cords. cords. Have we done that before? No, we've never. We've never done That is a fucking folk song waiting to happen. Chicken cream corn and I don't care. Chicken, chicken, <laughs> chicken eats cords and I don't, I don't care. care. Chicken ain't good. But you do care a lot. A lot. Nice you care a lot. That's another song. Let's just go down a rabbit hole of fucking endless references. Uh, we are doing, we have renamed our podcast the Miller. No, isn't David Miller? No, God. Oh, Steve your, Miller. No, the fucking show. The oh, guy the, doesn't have references. Why am I such an idiot? Steven Miller, the guy. No, God damn it. It's the most, everyone's screaming Greg. right now. No. David. No. The first guy to do Weekend Update. By that, I mean the one who did in the 80s when they came back with Lauren Michaels. Dana uh, Carvey always used to do the... Dennis. Dennis Miller. Hey, everybody. 9-11 happened, and now I'm Republican. I mean, babe, check out the fucking terrorist, babe. Let's crash into our building, babe. <laughs> <laughs> that is the fucking greatest thing that's happened on this podcast. <laughs> Made me rethink about democratic process, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Building seven came down by uh, I mean, other means, babe. Babe, they had charges in there, babe. <laughs> <laughs> More worried about our protection on the bars, babe. Oh God, damn it! What was it, Saudi Arabia? You said earlier. Yeah, the, oh, the cyst. Yeah, so because I wanted to bring up Wahhabism, which oh, is actually the source of oh fuck. I'll fuck up. Fuck Did you up. watch the Adam Curtis documentary yet? The Wahhabi- Wahhabism. Because they talk in deep about in depth. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, folks, come here first if you want to learn about uh, stuff, but don't expect to learn more about the English language. Oh, well, first of all, I make everybody else feel better about the way they speak. Ah, you're doing a public service. I'm doing a public service. I uh, I've realized a long time ago. I think and speak faster than I know how to comprehend. Yeah, language. tell yourself that. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> it's the classic cover-up. No, I'm not stupid. I'm super smart. I am the smartest <laughs> and least fat, fat, dumbest man ever to I live. I told you about my dream last night where... My name is I, Larry H. Miller. I, I went to the doctor and they told me you I was went to 400 the doc- pounds. You went to the doctor and I'll protect it to you. What? You weigh 400 pounds. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to be so bad. All right. Goodbye. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to... What is it called when I stall? Uh, stall. Oh!
Well, speaking of me not knowing the English language, I am going to give you a bonus factoid that I was looking up earlier about things. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to take this time to say, hey, it's always a pleasure to do this podcast with you. And when Ryan goes on his breaks, it's unexpected, unpredicted. You know what I need to do, Holyoke? Yeah, can't. Oh, I saw a trailer for a movie that involves the Billy Boy, and it made me cry. I saw that new King Kong, by the way. You saw the movie? Saw the new King Kong. Well, how many? How many slums up? I give it one bundle of bananas. No, I. <laughs> uh, it's silly. I've realized that I've seen every King Kong movie, even the old ones. A lot of the ones where they did crossover with the other big monsters in the 70s, I've seen a lot of those. Uh, I've seen the 77 one. I saw the original one. I saw the stupid fucking Peter Jackson one. I saw this one. I, how have I... I've seen them all. Because re- you relate to him and his size. <laughs> and hair. And inability, inability to talk to women where I just try to take them on top of a building and I get killed by planes. I... Uh, <laughs> I actually it's kind of noble. Like you grab the girl, she's like, "Why are you doing this?" And you're like, "Wait, no, I'm gonna take it to the highest peak. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you the majesty of yeah. of the skies." And then, what do the skies do to repay you? They shoot you with bullets. But isn't it funny to think of every time he picked up the girl that he was actually cupped his fart and he's like holding mm. the fart inside it, so it's done. And he's like, "I'm just trying to teach you about photosynthesis. <laughs> this is the plan, queefing out oxygen." I don't know. What's your? How much do you want to watch that King Kong movie? I bet zero. you have a zero, right? The big fat goose egg. For some reason, I just got around to what eating healthy for the first time in your yeah. life. Yeah. No, what'd you get around to? Uh, the sun, because of your to, weight and your largeness. To knowing the King Kong universe. was even a movie. Ever. I had a bunch of thoughts queued up, and one of them was, "Oh yeah, there's a new King Kong movie." Uh, no, tell me about how this, because I have to pee now and deal with it. Oh great. Well, last time you left me with a blank. Spot. I just fucking left. I just gave up. Well, I'm talking to you. Okay. Have you? Oh my gosh, Lee was revealing himself to me. (laughs) I'm peeing my hair in this one. Where? Uh, what? Have you seen any of the other King Kongs? I do believe I saw the Peter Jackson King Kong. You saw what? The Peter Jackson King Kong with Naomi Watts and what's his face McGee, Jack Black. Yeah, it was garbage. Did you see the '77 one with bridges? No, I did not see the '77 one with bridges. The Jeff Bridges of Madison County. Ladies and gentlemen, we set off to talk about photosynthesis, and here we are talking about King Kong. I don't get it. But Schlegel loves it. Schlegel is a lifelong fan of the King Kongs. Did you see the poster for the new one? I heard that it was cool. The poster is what Schlegel's talking about. The new poster. It was weird because they were doing a Vietnam thing, and I kept thinking that the studio had all these old, like, helicopters, Hueys. The Hueys? Huey Lewis. So they were like, we can't let these things rot. Someone write a script involving these. And they mm. You know what the helicopters did in Vietnam scenes in the 80s? What was that? Uh, the Twilight Zone movie oh, chopped okay. off some people's heads. Wait, was that a Huey? I'm pretty sure it was a Huey. Folks, if you ever want to be scarred for life, go ahead and look up Twilight Zone uh, helicopter decapitation videos on YouTube. Not for the faint of heart. It's pretty gruesome. I leave you alone for 35 seconds. Well, you said Vietnam and Huey. What am I supposed to do with that? Literally anything else but the death of two children and an adult because of the Twilight Zone movie. 
And that wasn't the worst part of the Twilight Zone movie. <laughs> it was the performance by Dan Aykroyd. Ooh. I, tweet, I retweeted today, Dan Aykroyd. I follow him on Twitter, and he never posts anything. And all he posted today was a tweet that said, Strawberry Days Festival, Florida. And then two pictures of him with a bunch of shit idiots in Florida. <laughs> and the ban- like the big banner that says Strawberry Days. And he and Jim Belushi Ooh. in the Blues Brothers thing, they had performed there. And it was just like, Danny boy. Damn. The Danny boy. The Blush. The Blush is dead. And Jim is a poor substitute. But you will be performing this Friday and Saturday at the Strawberry Fest of Strawberry Blushies Forever. forever. <laughs> well, the good folks at home probably deserve a break from our insanity. Well, and I just want to give them a break until next week. We'll be back with another exciting episode of the Holy Schlodcast, where we will <laughs> dive deeper into the scientific terminology that we know so well. And I rely on Holyoke to speak correctly. And to all your chloroplasts, queef on. <laughs> queef on, queefing on. I'm Dan Aykroyd. Since childhood, I have been fascinated with the invisible world. A world which can help us get through life if we know how to draw upon its power. A world serving positive projections, wherein you use your own personal, mental, and spiritual abilities to believe and subsequently make true the things that you want to happen for yourself. Also healing, miracles, the presences of spirits and beings once living now gone into another life. The implicit potential indestructibility of the soul must concern us. But there is no jar of ectoplasm, and no one will show us the bodies from Roswell. We've had nothing to touch until now. This is an accurate glass rendering of a human skull designed by my friend, renowned American portraitist and landscape painter, John Alexander. It has been constructed to our demanding specifications after more than two years in development by one of the leading glass manufacturers in Europe, Bruni Glass. Now, what to put in a bottle laden with such symbology and iconographic value? Such a symbol which speaks to our own common universality should have joy associated with it, shouldn't it? Only the most challenging arena in the legal recreational consumables industry, vodka. Whether you wish to explore and discuss the mystical implications of your life on this amazing plane of existence or not, as you enjoy a fine premium beverage, the truth is that this is a luxury vodka in a cool bottle, and at my personal request, manufactured to bring you a truly non-enhanced, pure spirit. Thank you.